right, guys, today we are going to talk a little bit about gratitude and the role it plays in your body and in your mind and how it can help control the relationships and how you feel about the relationships in your life and really what it can bring to us. Even though gratitude in and of itself is an external action that is always going to be something or should always be something that you guys are expressing to other people. So first we're going to talk a little bit about how gratitude can actually help us not only move ourselves forward as a person and as a member of our society, but also how it's actually going to tangibly benefit you. So Robert Emmons is a leading gratitude researcher. Uh, He's conducted a lot of different types of studies, and you guys can Google him and research some of his stuff. But He also finds that gratitude can help improve your psychological health. Uh, It will increase happiness, reduce depression. It enhances your empathy and reduces aggression. It helps you sleep better and it improves self-esteem. And so some of the things that we start to find from this is really that Gratitude has a lot of the same benefits and the same positive net effects on our minds as exercise does, right? And so the two can really pair hand in hand together. And the way that I like to think about this is that we have this ultra powerful tool sitting at our disposal all the time. And I think this is really the most powerful thing that we can do. We really can affect how other people feel with words in just a few moments. And obviously everybody, when I say that can kind of, I think your mind automatically shifts to the negative, right? I can say something really mean to you or really dark and affect your mood in a negative way. But what I find is that if I really get into a a positive place and when people come into the gym or I get to see people, I express compliments and I tell them, why they're great and why they're amazing at things and how much I value them and their time coming to see me, then what I find is I'm met often with making somebody's day better and getting some smiles and telling other people how grateful they are for our relationship. And so what we find then is typically that will get people into a place of doing that themselves, right? If I come to you and I give you some compliments and I tell you all the ways that I value you, then you're going to be in a much more positive place yourself. And then you're typically going to pay that forward. And Omar is one of the better people that I know at this. He likes to do it with random strangers, which I'm still working on. But it's awesome to see how he can walk into a restaurant. And you can tell a worker is maybe on the end of like a six or a seven hour shift. And they're tired. And it's just been person after person after person. And they've sort of just glazed over the fact that they're actually working and talking with real people. And then Omar comes in and then hits him with this super high level of positivity and excitement just to see the person, just to be waited on by the person. And you immediately see this shift in their mind state and you see them start to smile and laugh and enjoy themselves a little more. And now they're going to want to come back over and spend time at our table and talk to us. And this is something that I've really started to try to engage in myself. And it's a big part of being present, right? If you're not present, if you're stuck on your cell phone or, you know, you're, you're lingering on something that happened earlier in the day that was a negative thing that happened to you and you aren't able to actually focus on 
how amazing people are or how amazing people can be in the moment, then you're going to let this consistently pass you by. And that's really a shame because you can develop such great relationships in such a short period of time just through taking a short moment to talk to people. And when we started friendship, this was something that Jay and Tom and I were really obsessed with, for lack of a better way to put it, was we wanted to overwhelm people with being positive and being in a positive atmosphere and being in a place where, you know, guys hugged other guys and we reduced some of that like macho craziness and, you know, told each other, I love you and told people how amazing they are and really kind of got away from some of those like barriers that we put up around ourselves in, you know, stranger type situations or new atmospheres. And if you guys have ever been called into my class, very typically, one of the first things that I will tell you, and I say it all the time, multiple times in a week, and I couldn't mean it more, but I always say, guys, come on in, find a new friend, talk to somebody new, and give at least two compliments to somebody. And what you'll find is if you actually take that to heart, if you go up and you talk to somebody new and just for a few moments and you give them a compliment, even something so simple, I love your shoes, I love your socks, I love your shirt, whatever it might be, if you start doing that, what you're going to find is you're going to make many, many new high quality relationships that are going to surround you and be a net positive to your life. And then you're going to start to make other people's lives better when you're around. And ultimately, I think that that's one of like the keys to success in life. If you're a person who other people want to have around because they feel that you make their life better just simply due to your positive presence, then you're really, I mean, like, how else would you want to define success, right? If you start thinking about like money and wealth and being like, you know, having all these material items and all this stuff, it's like, well, if nobody wants you around because you're this grumpy, negative, greedy type of person, then you're not successful in my mind. If anything, you're unsuccessful, right? But conversely, if you're somebody where like, you know, let's say you lose your job and you lose your house and you lose your car, but everybody wants you around all the time, you're going to get all these people saying, yeah, sure, you can stay at my place. Yeah, absolutely. You want to borrow my car? That's fine. And they're going to start to pay that back with relationships. And this is one of the things that I always tell Maria, why I consider myself to be truly wealthy is I really think that I have some great, meaningful relationships that have a solid foundation surrounding me. And now that friendship's been around for a long time and we've had people move to Cleveland and you know, Phoenix and LA and Texas and Florida and all over the country, I feel very comfortable starting conversations and having communications with those people. Should I ever need anything? I feel like I can really call back on some of those positive foundational relationships that I built up. And I feel like I can kick back into a positive place in space with those people who have moved away. And maybe I haven't had a conversation with in a few years. And so I think those are the first things that I want to think about is having an understanding of why gratitude benefits me, right? Because deep down, we're all kind of selfish beings, right? And I would be lying to you if I said that 
you know, I'm practicing gratitude because I see it make me a better person. It puts me into a more positive space. I'm not in that junky, dark, depressed, mean, angry, aggressive, frustrated, all those negative adjectives. I don't spend time there because when I'm busy focusing on the things that I'm so grateful for and the relationships and the time that I get to spend with people who are happy and positive and also enjoying life and also grateful to be able to spend time with me, then I basically get to avoid that. I get to avoid that negative space. And so I think that that's huge. That's the net positive to me. And then we also discuss the net positive to other people, right? Think about how powerful that is. You have the power to make somebody's day better and to make their weeks better, to make their lives better, just simply due to your presence and the way in which you speak to them. And then lastly, guys, I want you to think about how we can start to put this into action. And so start with your immediate close circle friend group, right? If you look at your close circle friend group and you don't feel like you can honestly be grateful to them or show gratitude in and around them, I think that that's a huge negative. That's like a big red flag for your relationship, that your relationship isn't real. It's not something that has a strong foundation and you need to maybe start looking at, can I change that? Or should I maybe start thinking about who I'm spending time with a little bit more? Because I do think that people who are unable to show gratitude and are unable to tell you why they're thankful for you as a friend or a family member, I think that they're going to be stuck in a negative space all too often, and that is going to grind you down. That is going to take away from your ability to positively impact your life, positively impact their life and others in and around you. Secondly, then, start thinking about situations in your life that are things that you should be grateful for because they are things of wealth, right? And so I'm going to give you an example here. And this is one that I find myself stuck into pretty often, right? I get invited to, you know, cookouts or parties or weddings or whatever it might be. And in the back of my head, I'm like, man, all I really want is like, a night to sit on my couch and be lazy and just relax like a night where I don't, you know, have to go out and talk to people and be around people and do all this stuff. And it's like, okay, so where did I go there? Right. I went to this negative space. And when I switch that around and I try to change the conversation that Maria and I are having or how I'm communicating to Maria, if this is my problem. And I say, you know, how lucky are we, how grateful am I to be able to spend time or be invited to places? Because there was a time in my life where when I left for the army and when I moved back to Columbus, I thought really, really hard about going back into the military because I got really, really lonely. I didn't have many friends in Columbus and the friends that I did have in Columbus seemed to have pretty locked in and dialed in social lives. And so the friends that I did try to reach out to were kind of constantly busy, you know, doing what 20-somethings do. They go to bars, they go to concerts, and they're constantly looking for new relationships. And a lot of these things that I wasn't necessarily kind of looking for or still into at the time, I really wanted to kind of continue my quest to grow myself as a person, maybe find some passion that I loved and believed in to start pursuing. And I found myself kind of stuck in this place where the people that I was trying to spend time around weren't necessarily positive, grateful people. And 
I was not being invited to many things or I wasn't being invited to do anything socially meaningful, right? And so once you've spent some time being lonely, and this is something I tell a lot of 20-something-year-olds is you should spend some time in your mid-20s being lonely, being alone, maybe living in your own apartment, not being invited to a few things, and not being in a relationship because you're going to learn a lot about yourself. That, that time for me was very introspective, and it really allowed me kind of the quiet clarity to understand where I wanted to go. And I think a lot of 20-somethings are constantly looking to fill their time and fill their mind with, you know, junk relationships or, you know, I'm going to go tailgating here. I'm going to go out on the bars on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and I'm going to be hung over on Saturday and Sunday, and then I'm going to get into the grind of the week. And I just kind of keep that cycle on loop, and I have all this noise all the time. And I never really take the time to sit and kind of think about what do I want, right? What do I really want for my relationships? What do I really want for my life? And so it's important for me to look back on how tough that time was for me as a person and how grateful I am to have people around me that make me laugh, that invite me to things, that are doing things that are socially positive, right? They're involved in charities. They're having deep conversations. They say things to each other that build people up around them, right? They're not afraid. They don't have ego problems where they feel the need to put down other people, right? They're constantly kind of supporting and building them up and cheering them on and telling other people around them how great they are. And when you really kind of change my mindset to that outlook on things, I get so grateful to have a full calendar on weekends and some of these other things that, you know, sometimes I find myself getting into the negative space and getting a little bit, you know, regretful of, I don't know the right word for that, but negative on really, for lack of a better way to put it. So I think that's a small example of how we can shift and change our mindset and immediately change our outlook on our lives and get to a place of positivity where we get excited for the things that we're going to be doing. We get excited for the people we're going to be around. And then when you do that and you show up to those events, rather than being the grumpy asshole sitting in the corner who doesn't want to be there, you become somebody who looks forward to engaging in conversations with people who maybe you don't get a a lot of time to spend around them socially. And I think that this carries over into our small community at the gym in a massive, massive way, right? I can be driving to the gym in the afternoon and be sitting there thinking like, oh, you know, I'm tired. I don't necessarily really want to be there. And like, I know today's a partner workout and I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't need to get to know anybody. I've got plenty of friends. I've got plenty of people in my life and blah, blah, blah. I've heard it all before, right? And we intentionally partner people up. We intentionally do partner warmups, partner workouts together so that you guys can maybe take that opportunity to meet the person next to you. Because I promise you, we have some of the most amazing people in and around the Dublin area in our community. And for people who have been around it for long enough, they've gotten married, they've met significant others, they've met best friends. I have people who travel all over the world to see friends and maintain friendships that they made 
five years ago. The person moved three years ago, whatever it might be. And they're still traveling and upholding those relationships. They're invited to be best man and, you know, bridesmaids at each other's weddings. And all of those relationships started with a partner workout, with coming in at the 5.30, 6.30 class changeover and having a quick five or 10 minute conversation to get to know somebody or hanging out for 15 minutes after class rather than grabbing my keys and walking right out the front door and never talking to anybody. And so it's one of those things where you can make just these tiny changes and a lot of it is just a mental change to be excited to squat with somebody, to squat with somebody new every time, to actually engage in a conversation with that person while you're squatting with them, and then to actually tell them afterwards, and I know this is crazy, right? But tell them afterwards, hey, I really enjoyed squatting with you. I enjoyed talking to you and getting to know you. I'd love to do this again sometime. And so we think about how the two scenarios play out. All right, grumpy guy who comes in and doesn't want to meet anybody or talk to anybody probably shows up to class one or two minutes late, comes right past the red line and gets on a bike and doesn't sit out front and talk to anybody. Right, he comes in, he wants the squat rack by himself, or she comes in, wants the squat rack by himself or herself, and they do their squat sets and then they stand there and they don't talk to anybody and they're quiet the entire hour. And then class ends and they run out front, they grab their keys, they get in their car and they drive home right away. So that's kind of the one scenario, right? You might leave feeling like you got a workout in, but are you going to leave feeling in a more positive state? Maybe, you know, maybe not. Are you going to leave feeling more grateful for the opportunity to work out uh, at friendship inside of our community? Nah, you know, probably not. But let's say then we take the other end, right? You come in, you show up 10 minutes early and you sit out front and you just engage in conversation with somebody out front. Somebody who looks like they're in a good mood, they're happy and they're positive. And you talk to them about, you know, their work or what's been going on. You ask them, you know, hey, what's something great that's happened in your life? What are you great at? That's one of my favorite questions to ask people. What do you love to do? What do you excel at? Because then what you get is you get this person who's going to light up. They're going to be so excited to talk to you about their thing or their people or their family or they just had a baby boy and it's their first time coming back to class and they are so excited to come back to it because now they see how valuable the gym was to them. They love our community and they can't wait to work out again. And so then that first 10 minutes, you're going to get yourself into a more positive state. You're going to start to build a relationship. You ask that person then to squat with you and you spend, you know, the next 20 minutes cheering them on and watching them squat, maybe giving them a couple tips if you're a veteran. And you start to get them into this place where now you're growing a relationship with somebody. At the end of the day, when you guys break, you go to do the workout after class. You just go up to him and you say, hey, I really enjoyed spending time to you. It's great to get to know you. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I hope your baby boy is happy and healthy. If you ever need anything, let me know, right? And so you just kind of leave the conversation there. When you get in your car, you are going to be so much more fulfilled as a person the person who you talk to is going to have a better day. They're going to feel more positive about us and our community. They're going to feel more positively about you as a person, right? And you never know when you might need something down the road, right? You might need some help. You might need some cheering. You might need some supporting when you're squatting. And that person's going to be there for you. I promise it. And so that's kind of our second step. So our first step is to, again, kind of audit that inner circle. Am I spending time around five or 10 people that I spend the most time with 
are they people where I can express gratitude, where I can tell them why I love them and actually have a real discussion with them? Okay. The second thing is start to look at your places, the people that you go around, the places that you spend time with, the the charities, the country clubs, the pools, the golf outings, the gyms, whatever it might be. Start looking at those places because you're going to be around strangers. You're going to be around people maybe you don't know. And every single one of those people can be an opportunity to meet somebody who's awesome, who's doing something amazing in our community. You never know when people might be, you know, the head of some new charity that's going to be doing something incredible in our community. So talk to them, right? And then the last piece of the puzzle, guys, is starting to be comfortable with being positive and grateful and expressing that to complete strangers on places that you know you'll never go back to or very, very rarely, right? So restaurants are a great example. So Going to a restaurant and just engaging in a real conversation and being grateful for the server that you have and trying to stay in a place of positivity. And even if that server sucks, right, try to get into their shoes a little bit. Maybe they're on the tail end of a double shift. They've been there for 14 hours. They are exhausted. And maybe they're overrun on tables because the the restaurant's failing and they are understaffed, right? If you guys have ever worked in the weight uh, industry, you know that that's a, those are all very real scenarios. And so cut them some slack, right? And try to think about like, you know, I'm just grateful to be able to be out here and afford a meal out and to be able to spend time with whoever I came out with, okay? And get yourself back to a place of positivity and tell them thank you for your service and move on for the day. So those are our three kind of tiers of gratitude. And you guys can kind of pick out maybe where you are and think about how you can maybe implement some of that to move on to that next tier, right? Obviously, I'm a big fan of written thank you cards. I'm a big fan of spending a little bit of time on, you know, maybe social media or just having conversations. I like in-person conversations a lot, right? But it can take any form. It doesn't matter what you do. It just matters that you do it. Okay, and those are the biggest things with gratitude. Don't get paralyzed by the medium with which you do it. It's like, oh, my handwriting sucks, so I can't write thank you cards, so fuck it, right? If you guys do this and you guys start implementing it around the gym, I would love to hear about it. I would love for you guys to maybe tell me about somebody new that you met or some new conversation that maybe you had and how that maybe spurred on the beginning of what can be, you know, great relationships. And I've been lucky enough to have kind of the hindsight from this and be able to see all of the group text messages, all of the weddings and all of these things where it's like, man, how cool is it that I get to go to a wedding or destination weddings and you get to kind of look around and it's like, man, like, I don't know if any of these people would be here if it weren't for some of these gym relationships, right? They maybe the couple met in the gym, right? And then a bunch of the wedding party is people from the gym. And then you start to see these two families and extended families. They came together here at this place because of this relationship. And it all starts with just a simple conversation. So don't discount that. And then always remember the pace and the attitude that you take into those conversations. And don't be afraid to be vulnerable in some degree. Compliment people. 
And then just be grateful for the fact that you were able to have a real conversation with somebody in a day. I've gone years and years without meeting a meaningful person or having a meaningful relationship or having anything in my life that was really real. And I did that for years, right? So um, now that I kind of have it and I've shifted that mindset a little bit, I'm much more grateful for the things that I do have. So, and on the back end to finish our gratitude podcast, I am unbelievably thankful that you guys are listening, are still listening. I'm really grateful that we had people that listened to the whole 90 minute podcast with Drew, which is awesome because we've had some tipping conversations, which was the very end of that conversation. And this has been something that has enabled me to put my feet to the fire a little bit, right? If I say something on the podcast, then I really do feel obligated to put that into action for myself, for my own life. And I hope that you guys, and you guys already have, hold me accountable to those things and tell me when I'm not doing those things. So tell me when I'm in a place of negativity. Tell me when I'm sitting down when I've said, Hey, I'm going to try to not sit down this week or whatever it might be. That was what Rick share shout out. Rick he called me out for, uh, for that when I, the other day during workout. And I was like, man, you're absolutely right. Like, thank you. That's, that's why I do this podcast is I think it does help some people in certain ways, but it also helps me get called out on my shit and forces me into a position of personal development and self-improvement. And so I hope that you guys can find yourselves in and around people that will do that for you. Um, and that's kind of a big part of what all this is about. So thank you guys so much for listening. This is like our 15th episode and I think it's really kind of caught some traction. I'm enjoying it and thank you guys so much. I hope you guys keep giving me feedback and we can keep growing together.